0: It's the fastest two minutes in politics, brought to you by Simona Imports. And then, and then, and then, and then We start on the debate stage, where it's Bluetooth Frankenstein, John Fetterman, facing off against the wizard of Dr. Mehmet Oz in a televised debate. Fetterman donning what looked like a bed sheet and a tie was stiffer than the tin man in a state that doesn't allow fracking. I don't, I don't, I support fracking, and I stand, and I do support fracking. He may have shown the courage of a lion just by showing up, but by the end of the debate, he had everyone that watched singing, If he only had a brain. Next, to Arizona, where liberal tears are flowing through the desert as Carrie Great Lakes accuses her accusers of being the ones who did what they accused her of. Huh? What? Who? Huh? Anyway, we moved to the West Coast, where it's Musk CTV. Elon Musk thinks social media censorship is for the birds. So he went out and did a hostile takeover of Twitter and fired the entire front office. Looks like a lot of computer programmers are about to hit the waiver wire.
1: Give me a break. Anybody who can throw coal into a furnace can learn how to program, for God's sake.
0: And finally, it's the queen that never was. Hillary Rodham, ha-ha, Bill Clinton Dix is always in an intern's mouth. Hillary is back in the news for claiming the 2024 presidential election is gonna be stolen. And she can get away with saying it without the media calling out the hypocrisy because remember, nobody, and I mean nobody, circles the wagons like the loony left. Joe and Mark, we send it back to you.
2: Watching the clock, it's four o'clock. It's up to stop. Taking no more. She practiced as her speed as he opened the door. She rose. But just to sleep as he looks around. She and she's in the time.
1: Can't find a man. she, and goes, she
0: Can't find a man.
1: Well, we have found the better man. And it's not the fetter man. It's actually Dr. Mehmed Oz. Welcome back to another episode of Thinking Logically. I'm joined by the good doctor, Dr. Corsi. And Joe, we're gonna start off with a clip from a prior episode uh, from way back talking about this race. Joe, hit play.
0: This is this is episode two, I think it was mid-July.
1: Dr. Oz, where are the TV ads against Fetterman? You know, you supposedly have all this huge word chest, you know, of of all his own money and Republican money, and I haven't seen one TV ad for dr oz yeah so i'm not sure what they're waiting for this is critically important and you would think that you know oz would be more well i guess aggressive uh and more you know out in front of this than what's he gonna wait for uh, unless
0: gonna he's roll just, around. I, I don't know unless he's just letting waiting for fetterman to show his face like unless you're right about like the stroke and it's way worse than it is and he's waiting for fetterman to like show up but like both candidates have been like I think we know why for sure now Dr. Oz didn't spend any money on TV ads in June, July, or even really in August. Not until after Labor Day and it got closer to Election Day because what we saw on Tuesday, that's going to be every political ad from now on. Spend them all on clips with him just speaking. That's at the debate.
1: I was wow. thinking that too. I, I thought, man, they have a boatload of audio they could use on ads from now until November eighth. A full a full hour. <laughs> a full hour. Hi.
0: Good night, everybody. <laughs> Crazy, I, again, man. again I, I have to I have to say it at the beginning of every episode. How, after what we saw in that debate stage and everything prior in that we, we we know he has some kind of health issues, he's claiming it's a stroke, meaning it can't be anything better than a stroke. He's claiming it's a stroke. He won't release his medical records. He can't speak. He can't talk. He can't make decisions. He, he needs closed captioning to even do anything. How anyone can get behind this guy being a United States
1: senator, it baffles me. We talk to people that are still voting for him. Even okay, that that okay.
0: The th- so, at what point is what the media what they are doing criminal? Because they're influencing the election by telling a well, lot. I, I mean, you gotta see this media coverage. They're comparing him with people that stutter. It, it's amazing. He doesn't have a speech impairment. I, I I'll say it again and again. We don't know what he has he won't release his medical records. Why? I can't they just get it? Unless they're lying on purpose.
1: Yeah, uh, okay, he's this, straight this is, up. This is
0: Liz Plank. This is Liz Plank. Are people with speech impairments not supposed to run for office? Don't we want everyone to participate in democracy? And then the, the comments are really good. This is uh, Damon Toell. It's not a cleft palate or a list we're dealing with here, lady. <laughs> and he's right. He's absolutely right. This is a cognitive issue. It's it's not a speech impairment. I, I can't I can't hammer home enough, Mark.
1: I can't believe I can't believe that he won't release his medical records. You know, if he's if he's all about transparency, then just release them.
0: I just I can't believe I could see the media ignoring him, not releasing them. I, I don't know why, why I don't know how they can get behind behind this guy. I I, I am shocked at what I'm witnessing on television and on podcast and so popular podcasts, social media. Let, let's go after his his wife here. She was on <clears throat> I don't know I don't know what the hell it was, but this is Gazelle Fetterman here Um,
2: it was such an amazing opportunity to really talk about this right most people use accommodations on some level whether that's glass whether that's how bright you keep your camera you know your phone when you're reading these are all accommodations you know maybe closed caption is like a new thing to them but I've been using closed captioning my whole life I learned how to speak English watching Mr. Rogers and reading closed captions so you know, maybe it's something we need to normalize. We need to have more of these conversations, but I thought this was such a great opportunity for us to learn as a country. Um, And I think the media really missed it smart.
0: Okay, hold on, hold on. We learned something as a country, all right? (laughs) That your husband can't speak or talk. Is this something we actually, she said this is something we need to normalize. Is it, is it, really? Is, she, is this serious?
1: how much of this do you think is be, is she's behind her pushing him to continue to run honestly how do you, how, how much do you think that she's behind this I, We just heard her compare closed captioning to I found background lighting
0: it's a hundred percent it's gotta be her why, why would you go out and embarrass yourself like that I can't believe everyone everyone that gets behind this and it isn't like ma'am Ma'am, did you watch, did you watch your husband, please? Pull pull him. Get help. Get him help. Get him the help he needs.
1: Yeah, this man needs to be in rehab. Are
0: we having this conversation for real right now? This is for US Senate. This is for this is a six year job. What are we doing here? Get this together. now Let's just let's just let's just play a Fetterman clip real quick. Let's just play a Fetterman clip. That, that's yeah, the you only? talk
1: about the the, the liberty the liberty of of st- a statue um, has never had a, an inscription inside that said you know send your your tired hundred uh, masses and put them on a bus and turn them into a, a cheap political stunt. <sighs>
0: this is, and it's not like he's ever sharp at any moment. Mm. That this is him at his best, actually. Because the, yeah. the debate wasn't better than that.
1: So yesterday on Breaking Points, Crystal Ball and Sagar and Jetty, they they were talking. I mean, they let off with his story, and they said they didn't. You know, they didn't want to cherry pick on certain quotes that he gave throughout the debate. So what they did was they played the final closing statement of each of each uh, of each guy, and listening to Oz's closing statement. And then and then hearing Fetterman completely blurt out something in the middle of it. He, I was like, what? I mean, not only does he need to be in rehab for his speech, but there's also, I think, something else wrong with him. I mean, he was he completely cut Oz off right in the middle as he was talking. It sounded like he was he just completely lost his mind for a second. If
0: Oz would have did that to him, he would have lost he would have everyone would have pounced as they say on him oh no,
1: people were already saying that Oz was uh, wasn't fair to him
0: I'm like because he what? spoke too fast for the closed captioning I'm like
1: yeah what I don't I, I don't get it are there really people Oz, that like are... yeah Oz made one comment throughout the entire debate where I was like okay maybe I could see that or he said something like maybe I didn't speak clear enough for you to understand that was it Oz never cut him off Oz let him speak I, I, I made the Wendy's or McDonald's drive
0: through mm. comment. that He can't work at that. But even, okay, he has a mental impairment, clearly. And they're saying that like he still should be in the Senate. Well, well no. Uh, uh, someone in a wheelchair being in the Senate is fine. They're just in a wheelchair. They're fine. Even someone being blind and being in the Senate, it, 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 that's fine. That's fine because it's not their cognitive ability. Can you be blind and be a, a, a fighter jet pilot? No! Are we serious here? What analogy is it going to take for people to understand
1: well, that this he, cannot happen? If you believe Chuck Schumer, on the, the he was caught on a hot mic talking to President Brandon, said that uh, they don't see the debate to hurt him that, that, that much so far in, in Pennsylvania here. So uh, I, I personally do not believe that. Um, but Chuck Schumer told President the President that uh, the debate didn't hurt their chances too much in Pennsylvania.
0: I mean, but again, what's, I refuse to what's next? That. Are, are we going to have deaf people start doing auctions? <clears throat> what's what's next? Well, where where are we going to draw if we're going to have this guy who was never sharp or, or in the best health to begin with? Don't get me wrong, but that cannot speak or talk or make a valid point. When a co- we're already in a country with a lot of we, we feel like corruption and stuff like that, who's going to be making his decisions? Why is it so hard? Why? People get paid a lot of money to go on TV and the things they say, it, it's it's it's, it's got to be criminal at this point. They're 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 co- doing covering fire for, for him.
1: And they're they're lying. Covering fire. It's amazing to see the people that are going to bat for Fetterman. And are trying to defend his performance. I understand being empathetic and sympathetic to his condition, but to say that, you know, he's going to recover, you don't know he's going to recover. It,
0: it begs the question because these are smart people. These are these aren't these aren't dumb people when it when it comes to the, the IQ. Let, let's, be, let's be realistic. So why are they throwing away their careers for this? It's clear to anyone that has uh, that has senses that isn't John Fetterman that this guy can't, he he can't do it
1: he can't there's no way I mean I've been around stroke victims before I haven't seen a stroke victim truly I mean not, i have not I've been around that many but the ones I have been around I haven't seen make a full recovery I'm gonna
0: flash uh, you everyone back here I'm gonna flash everyone back so they remember the 2005 close your eyes and remember the whole world came around what if we would have elected Terry Schiavo for Senate. That's what this, this is pretty close to that. I know it's terrible to say, but you need to wake up and realize what this guy is. He didn't make one coherent thought or or, or anything during an hour debate. Watch it again. I, I had to, to make sure I wasn't just seeing things and hearing things.
1: I know. Well, this is in the hands of the voters of Pennsylvania now, Joe. I mean, I think everybody, I think Oz made his closing statements at that debate. I mean, there's really not much else to say or, or, or do. Everything was laid out there in In Harrisburg, even though Fetterman thought he was in Philadelphia. Everything was laid out. Now the people who are going to vote are going to vote. Some
0: already have. Some voted well before that debate.
1: Well before the debate. <clears throat> and we'll get into that. Yeah eventually but uh yeah let's let's move on because we we've we talked about this topic for at length in our recap um the other day so let's move on to our president who fell asleep during an interview
0: i mean yeah he 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 nodded off completely uh i think it was with msnbc and this is from Monica Crowley. The president fell asleep on camera in the middle of a televised inf- inter- interview. I'll just play the 30 second clip.
1: I have not made that formal decision, but it's my intention. My intention to run again. And we have time to make that decision. Uh, Dr. Biden is for it. Mr. President. Oh,
0: he, he nodded off.
1: Dr. Biden thinks that, uh, my wife thinks that. Uh, that I uh, that that we're that we're doing something very important.
0: I okay, um, that's the <laughs> Fetterman standard
1: there, and, and I, I'm that guy's this. a little
0: bit sharper. That guy's a little bit sharper than John um, Fetterman.
1: He is. I'm watching this as you were playing it, and he just looks so bad, so old. Let's just
0: let's just play more clips. Honestly, let's just let's just get <laughs> through it. Let's just get through the Biden part. This is Biden claiming. <laughs> This is from Greg Price. The most common price of gas in America is $3.39, down from over $5 when I took office. Uh, that's, that's what he said here.
1: The most common price of gas in America is $3.39, <clears throat> down from over $5 when I took office.
0: And according to Greg Price, the gas was two thirty-three when Joe Biden indeed took office. Uh, I, I, how does he get away with it? It's one thing to like lie about like policy and stuff. Like, when you're out, like, on the campaign trail and you're talking about, like, policies. But how do you get away with just lying about just outright things that are easily able by fact checkers, again, who are missing in action right now, uh, to, to easily go and ch- say, hey, no, it's right here on paper, you know, that this was the price of gas. So that, that's wrong. By, by $2.50 plus cents.
1: Like Dan Bongino says, I mean, you can't believe a, a word the guy says. I and mean, people... People label Trump as a liar, and it's not even close between the two. He's I mean, so literally good nothing dude, Biden dude. says is, is truthful.
0: You don't know. You don't know if he's lying or if he just doesn't have a freaking clue. You, you really have a don't. freaking clue. You uh, really don't. And here's another. Here's another uh, Greg Price clip of uh, Joe Biden making just outlandish claims here.
1: So economic growth is up. The price of inflation is down. Real incomes are on going are up. And the price of gas is down. Folks continue to spend, but now a more stable pace than during our rapid recovery last year. So economic uh, growth is up.
0: Uh, what? What are we gonna do?
1: No, no go- wonder
0: they. No wonder they hide him. They well, try Economic to
1: growth him. is up. Uh, we will say that. I think the uh, GDP was up like three percent or something like that last quarter, which was a, a step in the right direction.
0: Uh, one out of four claims that he made. One out of four, out of four, four claims, accurate. right. Not bad, not bad, <laughs> not bad. Like Meatloaf said, two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> one one out of four, that's okay, I guess. Um, we're, this, this This blows my mind. I, I have to play this. This is from, because this is what he's busy doing. While inflation is actually up and, and all these other things, gas is going back up. What, you're, you're probably asking, what is he doing aside from going to Delaware, where I'll remind you, there are no White House logs, so we have no idea who he's meeting with in Delaware. What is he doing with his time? And he, he's meeting with various, um, various groups. This is a trans man. I can't remember his name. And they're talking about sex reassignment for children and puberty blockers.
2: Do you think states should have a right to ban gender-affirming health care? I don't think any state or anybody should have the right to
1: do that. As a moral question, as a legal question. I just think it's wrong.
0: But they could force the vaccine on people. Uh, again, I- I'm sorry with the, with the, the transgender stuff. You, you, can have what, you can have whatever feelings you want on it. But why does this dude get to go to the White House? Be- all because he switched genders? Wh- where's all the women at? Isn't this offensive to them? I'm going to play a video of this guy.
1: Uh, Dylan Mul- Mulvaney, hold on. Is this who's interviewing yeah. Biden in the first video? Yeah, this is, this is the guy, he, he, Biden
0: brought him to the White House and, and gave him an interview, gave him a sit down. I'll play the video of him. He, a trans, a, a, he's a guy, he's a freaking guy, there.
2: 74 for being a girl, round of applause for the makeup. And I wore this outfit shopping today. And I thought that these might be my new shopping shorts. But I was walking around.
0: Do any of the women, if they're already listening, do you have shopping shorts?
2: Everyone was staring, and I was like, oh, okay, what's going on? And they were all staring directly at my crotch. And I went, oh, I forgot that my crotch doesn't look like other women's crotches sometimes because mine doesn't look like a little Barbie pocket. And I thought, okay, Dylan, you have some options here.
0: I'm going to read halfway through the video. uh, This, this... This guy was invited to give an interview to the president at the White House last week, a couple of days ago.
2: One, you can stop wearing clothes that fit like this, and and just find looser fitting items. Number two, I can do a tuck, which is going to have to be a whole other video, but it's very painful and involved. Of a, <laughs> or number three, I just normalize it, and I wear clothes like this, and we all just normalize. Women having bulges sometimes because we're coming up on bikini season, baby, and you might see a bulge or two. So normalize the bulge. We are normalizing I can't I
0: can't do it anymore. I can't I can't listen. I can't watch it anymore. But is this real life with what's going on in this administration? It is before midterms where they're not looking too hot.
1: This is a fundamental right that that the left believes. That should be part of their party's platform. This is one of their this is one of their be all end all issues, Joe. You know, they it's want to genius, castrate genius. little it's, kids. It's
0: genius. You're gonna you're gonna go women's rights and abortion leading up to the freaking election, and then have a man parading around as a woman tell the world what it's like to be a woman. And that bulges on a woman should be normalized. I
1: I can't figure it out. It's it's disturbing. Again,
0: it's not like we're just picking random things off Twitter. This guy was at the White House talking about gender transitioning on kids. and Joe Biden's agreeing with them.
1: Gender transitioning on kids Think Puberty about
0: blockers. I, I, I don't know
1: I, I I just I don't know. I mean and you brought up a good point. where are all the women is this, isn't this offensive to them? I I can't believe the number of women who are on board with this because the Democratic Party and the loony left are the ones that are calling a woman a birthing person. They're they're demeaning what it means to be a woman. Where are all the women that are speaking should be speaking out on this? If I was a woman and I heard someone call me a birthing person, I would lose my mind. You have to be kidding me. And these women just go right along with it. Like, just
0: wake up. As a woman, when do you look at another woman's crotch at Target? Maybe I'm missing something. I don't know.
1: I don't know. Maybe I'm. Yeah. I, maybe always, I'm wrong I always ask here. that. What are we missing here, Joe? But yeah, this is part of. This is part of the reason why I became a Republican. I mean, these are these are the issues that uh, this was not part of the Democratic Party ten years ago. Where did we go wrong? How did just we just bake the cake? Just bake the mm-hmm. cake and now huh? look where we are. How did look we go happened... how did we go wrong? Where did how did we end up here? It's amazing that the Democrats will stand up for this stuff.
0: This never, never again will I ever see it an inch. This is why they were like, just wear the mask for a couple weeks. Jeez. <laughs> just take this, just take this first series of vaccines, and then we'll have another one that'll be good enough.
1: By the way, speaking of that, do we have do we have well we do have Rochelle Walensky coming up in the episode, but uh, Joe Biden just got his fifth COVID shot. Fifth! I'm gonna make
0: I'm gonna make a prediction.
1: He is going to
0: get COVID before i i I mean i guess doing all the way to february
1: is kind of like a stretch i i want to say before before the super bowl that's when i'll maybe he should get it like in the next couple days before he comes to pennsylvania to stump for john fetterman he's coming again yes if you are and barack obama's coming too to pennsylvania to stump for fetterman if you are those two in uh, their handlers are telling them, yeah, you're going to go campaign for John Fetterman after he just gave this performance in a debate. And you when have to he, do all the talking. He, you're going to have to do all the talking there, sir. Clearly. What are they trying to do? Just help them along, help him to the finish line? This, this is, is like, amazing. This is like, this is like you're running a marathon and, and you have to be carried across from, from like the, uh, the last three miles. Him, him and his wife,
0: it's like, he's like Hodor, and then his wife is like Bran Stark.
1: <laughs> or I guess, I guess his wife would be, what was the other one? Uh oh, the girl. I can't remember. His wife is Lady Melisandre. She's probably sacrificing his blood and fire. <sighs> Evil what people, is, man. Evil what is going people. on? Giselle Barreto Fetterman. So so far. Hold on, wait.
0: Let me. Speaking of him, let me play this clip real quick. This is him. This I'm not joking around. This is him at a campaign event. I want to say it was yesterday, but it might have been Wednesday night. I don't know. So let's play this for you. Hold on one second. Got to get Mark from. Got to get Mark from the sound department here. One more time. I don't even know.
1: <laughs> Hodor. Uh, that's a great comparison. But All right, let's move on to Carrie Lake. We know we're a Carrie Lake podcast. Uh, as I was saying before, uh, breaking points yesterday, Crystal Ball and Sager and Jetty. She, I, I told you, Joe, she said what I said to you verbatim. She gave Fetterman credit for even going out to debate him, to debate Oz. And then in the next breath, she said that's more than Katie Hobbs is doing in, in Arizona because Katie Hobbs, a crystal ball, was a Democrat, um, strong Democrat. But she said Katie Hobbs refuses to debate Carrie Lake in Arizona, won't debate her. Go ahead. Okay, so
0: I had a double take on this story because – it's almost unbelievable but i i guess katie hobbs's uh headquarters was burglarized and there was a lot of accusations thrown around by the hobbs campaign so i'll just play how it unfolded this is um this is cnn questioning carrie lake about it
2: that is absolutely absurd And, and are you guys buying that are you really buying that? This just sounds like a Jesse Smollett part two. I can't believe that she <laughs> blame my amazing people and blame me for something like that. I don't even know where her campaign office is. I'm assuming it's in a basement somewhere because that's where she's been campaigning.
0: Now, I I I don't know if Katie Hobbs specifically accused her or her camp or so, or I don't think it was that. I think it was maybe. MAGA people, like that whole general thing, or Katie Hobbs supporters um, felt for some reason with Kate with, with Carrie Lake up big in the polls that they had to go burglarize the office for some reason. So later in the day, Katie Hobbs was interviewed and asked, well, not interviewed. She was just walking around somewhere and was asked about the campaign office burglary and what items were taken and so forth. So let's play that video.
2: I, what was taken from your campaign office? And I'm do you have reason about, to believe I'm that this was politically about it. motivated? I'm not it's kind of a big deal, though, that your campaign office was broken into. I think do we, do access we do... to safe and legal abortion is kind of a big deal, and that's what we're here to talk about. Do you have reason it. to believe it was politically motivated? We're not going to go beyond the statement at this time. Uh, Secretary
0: have. Okay. So a couple hours later, there was an arrest, apparently. Um, and the burglar was someone that was rearrested. Already in jail on another unrelated burglary, still had stolen property on him from other crimes, and just a criminal who saw opportunity. This is coming from uh, Desert Nuclear Maga Deplorable on Twitter. <laughs> uh, but this guy—I don't know if he's a little an, an illegal immigrant or, or not—but he looks he looks a little rough around the edges. But this is this is a crime issue. It's not. Do you see how they try to the paint it where maybe it was? A, hopefully, we never find this person, and it's a. Uh, Carrie Lake supporter or something something like that. And then the media will run with it. You, you saw with how they treat Fetterman. They will run with it until you prove uh, the accused are wrong. This is insane.
1: Completely insane. Do yeah. you have another clip there with this or was that it? Um, the burglar. No, I think that was it with the burglar, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> uh, you sent me this. You sent me this earlier and this was Absolutely disturbing um, about Fox News, Fox 10 in Phoenix, what they slipped up and did, and they put on the, on the broadcast. Whoops! They, I'll take this one, I guess, since you just talked about the burglary, but Fox 10 Phoenix had a widget on their broadcast declaring Katie Hobbs won the election with a very specific number of votes. What? I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this, this is, this, is, this is legit, this is real. Arizona Governor Katie Hobbs, with a number of votes, 53% next to her name, and a red check mark, declaring her the winner, with Carrie Lake getting X amount of votes and 47%. This was on their broadcast. They apologized and said it was a test that they were running. Interesting. If
0: if they call Arizona at 8 p.m. 10 days before election night this time, come on. If it was anywhere besides Arizona, actually, if it was anywhere, it would be. But it's in Arizona where, again, what did we have two years ago? Accusations of of, the weirdest vote counts ever. And they shut down the voting and called it at eight o'clock. Amazing. Amazing. And then this, this, this stuff, we can roll over. Mark, I didn't get a chance to read this Hillsdale college article, but this, this is another one. Ensuring election integrity is ensuring election integrity, anti-democratic.
1: I mean, we, yeah, (laughs) this article was tremendous. And this was sent to me by our guest the other day, Roman Kozak. I will
0: say that real quick, the Hillsdale college, they're very good. Very good. Uh, reference, very good YouTube page, everything.
1: Yeah. So I just want our listeners to bear with me for a second here as, as we read through some of this article here, you know, we talk about mail-in voting. You're going to see why we have an issue with it and some of the problems it leads to, um, so back in 2005, the carter baker commission that's jimmy carter uh, on federal election reform issued a report that proposed a uniform system of requiring a photo id in order to vote in u.s elections the report also pointed out that widespread absentee voting which we would call today mail-in voting makes vote fraud more likely voter files contain ineligible duplicate fictional and deceased voters a fact easily exploited using absentee balance to commit fraud. Citizens who vote absentee are more susceptible to pressure and intimidation. And vote buying schemes are far easier when citizens vote by mail. So again, who was behind this commission? It was Jimmy Carter, former president, a Democrat, and former Secretary of State James Baker III, a Republican. Back in the day when we didn't have this complete polarization, when we actually had bipartisanship and people worked together they come up with common sense reforms. We had a Democrat on the commission, former Senate Majority Leader Tom Daschle, former Indiana Congressman Lee Hamilton. All right, again, this was bipartisan. These were the proposals they came up with. But yet somehow, some of the commission's members, it says, goes on to say, like Jimmy Carter, who's still alive, came out last year to disavow the commission's work. How that happen? <laughs> Surveys show that Americans overwhelmingly support measures to ensure election integrity. A recent Rasmussen survey found that 80% <coughs> of Americans support a voter ID requirement. Democratic leaders across the board oppose such measures in the strongest terms. I mean, and we have a, we have a, we have a, a quote. I, I, I'll read this. All right, I'm going to read this. This is from President Biden, speaking recently in Philadelphia. I hope everyone's... This, this is an excellent article, and it brings up some good points. This was actually from last year at this time. This was written. President Biden, condemning the idea of voter IDs. There is an unfolding assault taking place in America today, an attempt to suppress and subvert the right to vote in fair and free elections, an assault on democracy, an assault on liberty, an assault on who we are, who we are as Americans. For make no mistake, bullies and merchants of feared peddlers of lies are threatening the very foundation of our country. And then it says sadly, but predictably, he went on to suggest that requiring voter IDs would mean returning people to slavery. He <laughs> went that far,
0: all the way to slavery.
1: Yes. Oh, when no. the dem—when
0: a Democrat invokes slavery over voting.
1: <sighs> Jim Crow laws. This is Jim Crow. Jim Remember? Crow 2.0. They moved, oh, yeah. they
0: moved a, an all-star game over this stuff last year.
1: They moved the all-star game. So with all that being said, with all that being said, after you just heard our presidents condemn voter IDs, the United States is an outlier among the world's democracies, in not requiring voter ID. Of the 47 countries in Europe today, 46 of them currently require government-issued photo IDs to vote. The odd man out, the United Kingdom, in which Northern Ireland and many localities require voter IDs, but the requirement is not nationwide. When it comes to absentee voting, we Americans are accustomed, as we are to very loose rules, are often shocked to learn That 35 of the 47 European countries, including France, Italy, the Netherlands, Norway, and Sweden, do not allow absentee voting for citizens living in a country. Another 10 European countries, including England, Ireland, Denmark, Portugal, and Spain, allow absentee voting but require voters to show up in person and present a photo ID to pick up their ballots. It isn't like the United States where a person can say he's going to be out of town and have a ballot mailed to him. Going back to 2004, in the city of Birmingham, England, officials uncovered a massive vote fraud scheme in the city council races. The six winning labor candidates had fraudulently acquired about 40,000 absentee votes, mainly from Muslim areas of the city. As a result, England ended the practice of mailing out absentee ballots and required voters to pick up their ballots in person with a photo ID.
0: That's their illegal immigrant version, too. The, the Muslim communities, that's their version of illegal immigrants and like yep. how our border is. So remember
1: that one. See how they do it? You see yep. how they do it? Something that we saw in the last election, don't say it didn't happen, please don't call us conspiracy theorists, because it did, what I'm about to tell you. Up until 1975, France also had loose absentee voting rules. But when massive vote fraud was discovered on the island of Corsica, where hundreds of thousands of dead people were found to be voting and even larger-scale vote-buying operations were occurring, France banned absentee voting altogether. Let's move on. Um, we talk about secret ballots here and in, in ballot harvesting, um, but we'll skip over that part. Uh, defenders of our current voting rules point out that in lieu of absentee voting, some European countries allow proxy voting, whereby one person can designate another to vote for them. Uh, and there are strict requirements to this if you want to be a proxy voter in England. Someone has to show up with you to the polls, and someone has to identify you properly. Um, all right, so that's Europe. And you might say, well, you know, Europe's Europe. They, want, they can do the, whatever they want over there, blah, blah, blah. How about Canada and Mexico? Canada! of all countries. Led by Justin Trudeau, a bastion of liberalism, Canada requires a photo ID to vote. If a voter shows up at the polls without an ID, he is allowed to vote only if he declares who he is writing in, and if there is someone working at the polling station who can personally verify his identity. Um, Mexico has had a long history of election fraud partly because its leaders were concerned about a drop in foreign investment if it wasn't perceived to be a legitimate democracy. They instituted strict reforms. Voters must present a biometric ID, an ID with not only a photo but also a thumbprint. Voters, voters also have an indelible ink applied to their thumbs, preventing them from voting more than once. I think they do this in the Middle East, in some countries. Absentee voting is prohibited, even for people living outside the country. Finally, for all of you people who think that this is voter suppression, that requiring – and the whole sticking point here is with voter ID is having – is low-income people living in cities. The Democratic Party feels that they don't have the means necessary to visit a DMV and obtain a voter – obtain any kind of ID. That's what we're talking about here. I'm not talking about people living out in the suburbs, you know, middle-class America. This is strictly because people living in the cities, they believe, do not have the means to go to a DMV and get an ID, photo ID. Those who oppose election integrity reform here in the United States often condemn it as a means of voter suppression. But in Mexico, the percent of people voting rose from 59% before the reforms to 68% after. It turned out that the Mexicans were more, not less, likely to vote when they had confidence that their votes mattered. We're seeing this in Georgia. We're seeing after they passed a voter integrity bill, their voter their numbers are going through the roof. More people in Georgia are, are voting now than ever before. We're, we're, have,
0: we have to hammer we have to hammer home again because it's the World Series this week where they move the all-Star game out of the state because the the laws were too Jim Crow.
1: Yep, and it gets worse. That is why. This election is extremely important. H.R. 1, the radical bill Democratic Party leaders have been pushing to adopt this year, which I believe that was 2021, would prohibit states from requiring voter ID and require states to allow permanent mail-in voting. And mail-in voting, I hardly need to point out, is even worse in terms of vote fraud than absentee voting. With absentee voting, a person at least has to request a ballot. And for being fair here, you do have to request a mail-in ballot here in Pennsylvania. They don't send out ballots to anyone, and everyone. You have to request one. Um, And we talked about this the other day, Joe. I said, I want to find out who is verifying, who's matching and verifying 1.2 million signatures on election night. I mean, that's, just
0: the math behind <clears> it, <throat> and then didn't the PA, the Acting Secretary of State, just come out and say that they weren't there was going to be delays already? She came out and oh, said. Yeah. 10 days. Now, why would they not take these eleven, twelve days and hire hire more people? Hire more people. Who's who's of the show here? Hire more people
1: to count. Then, yep. Uh, wrapping up this article here with loose absentee voting rules, a country is making itself vulnerable to vote fraud. With mail-in voting, the country is almost begging for vote fraud. People that support mail-in voting don't believe this. If the rhetoric we hear from the left today is correct, the voter ID requirements and restrictions on absentee or even mail-in voting are undemocratic, then so are the countries of Europe and the rest of the developed world. But this is utter nonsense. So that's all I have with that article um, I thought that was excellent. I couldn't wait to to read some of that here on our episode today. You know, like a Roman said, when we had him on, mail on voting has become extremely popular here in Pennsylvania. It was a terrible deal by the Republicans. We acknowledge that. But how much longer are we going to go down this road, Joe, with these elections? You just said it. Depends who wins. He just said it. The acting Secretary of State or whatever she is, Secretary of State said there's going to be delays in counting. I told you. We're not going to know who wins these elections on election night. You know, we talked about our election night podcast plans. I don't know what we're I don't know what we're gonna know and when we're going to know it. I mean, we'll have an idea. maybe. From, from who? Right? Yeah, well, maybe from who? from who?
0: We'll have an idea from who, though.
1: Right. Until uh, you know, you go to bed at midnight, and you wake up at 7 in the morning, and they accounted hundreds of thousands of mail-in votes. It's just a mess. It's actually embarrassing, and it, it, honestly, it infuriates me as a proud American to watch this unfold. Uh, it's, it's just, it's just, it's tough. And, and I was explaining this to somebody last night, there is at least... Fifty percent of the population in this country who don't believe these elections are are safe and secure, that have no faith in the in the in the process. I mean, there's a lot of suspicion going on out there. You know, and and don't say that just the right are election deniers, because we've seen people on the left deny elections as well, namely Hillary Clinton and Stacey Abrams. So it's happened it goes, before. It goes back two hundred
0: years. It goes back 200 years. It
1: happens. So if they're saying it, then why can't we just come to an agreement that we're going to pass these election reform laws? You know? It, I know. I don't know. It's, 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 it's amazing. I understand. And I said this last episode, I understand people, the disabled, the elderly, who can't physically get there. You know? And that's why they should be voting absentee. But for a normal person who's just going to just they're too lazy to go to a uh, <clears throat> their polling precinct on election day to cast the ballot because you want to vote by mail. It's infuriating. It's infuriating. So, you want the news good news, Mark? S- yeah. What okay, is the it? Good,
0: the good news is, if if they cheat, at least on this time, we could call them out on Twitter and not be banned or deplatformed.
1: Yeah.
0: You want to know why? Because, because the bird is, bird is free. The bird is free. Elon Musk finally completed his purchase
1: of Twitter. I believe it was last last night. So, last night, and and I know you have some things with this. And I, I, honestly, <clears throat> before you get into it, after I read what what happened after what his first move was, is uh, I guess call him owner of Twitter. I was like, is this is this real? Like, I, I had to like fact check it because I wasn't sure if it was real or not. But it's real. Go ahead. Okay, so how do you say her name? Uh, So first, he came in. He fired the
0: entire board, I guess. But the uh, person he specifically fired was Vijay Gade. How do you say
1: Vijay? Vijay Gade. I guess I don't. I'm not sure.
0: And that was the person who made. I think it was the final call to permanently suspend President Trump's account. She was legal counsel, I believe, right? Yes, we feel we feel sorry for for she/her. So that's 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 first. Also, we're going to just go go through these, just bang them out. Right after he bought them, he showed, up, um, he showed up, walked in with it holding the big sink and was saying something like, Elon, I just bought Twitter. Let that sink in, which is funny in a weird way. Um, this is coming from Tom Fitton on Twitter. He says the top executives were hastily escorted out of the company's San Francisco headquarters. So I'm guessing by security. It's nice. Nice little thing to see there. And the reaction on Twitter Mark, it was better than you could imagine. Let's, let's go through some of these. This is, uh, I don't even know who this guy is. Tristan Snell. Stay. Hold your ground like a Ukrainian. And then, and then some Kate Hyde girl on, on Twitter says, Ukrainians could hold ground in Ukraine because Elon gave them comms. Like, <laughs> he's right. Starlink. Oh, these are, these are so funny. I don't know. I think this, is, this person's serious. Jeffrey Goldberg, everyone on this platform should consider migrating to the deeply reported, carefully written magazine feature stories printed on paper. So he wants you to go back to the days of slavery, I guess you could say, where you would just have paper to write on. <laughs> I, guess, I guess he wants to bring back slavery, doesn't he? Um, let's see. What else? Oh, <laughs> you'll <laughs> love this one. You're no. going to love this one. Re- this is from Judd Legum. Reminder. The the new owner of one of the most powerful communication platforms in the world is a Ron DeSantis supporter. (gasps) Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) They're in full panic mode. And half these people probably own Teslas. Uh, Who's this? Oh, this is the COVID doctor guy. I mean, I refuse to believe this is a real account, actually. Dr. Eric Ding. Elon Musk is now in charge of Twitter. CEO and CFO have left and will not return. Twitter will be delisted from the New York Stock Exchange tomorrow. It's now private. It's now the private domain of one all-powerful person. God save Twitter and humanity. Okay. <laughs> these are real. These are.
1: Uh... I love seeing some of these, um, some of these tweets about Elon Musk buying Twitter. This is oh, this Musk
0: is the guy. Washington Post. This is the Washington Post. If you. <clears throat> If you do only one thing, lock down ad settings. Twitter is free because it makes its money on advertising and access to data about its hundreds of millions of users. There are a few quick settings you can change to limit some of this activity.
1: Thank you, Washington Post. Democracy dies in darkness. Um, so How about this one? When multi-billionaires take control of our most vital platforms for communication, it's not a win for free speech. It's a win for oligarchy. <laughs> Amazing, amazing.
0: I-, I was surprised that the government Shameless. let this deal go through. Go ahead. What'd you I- say? I-, I was surprised the government let this deal go through. Uh, I- I- again, I always thought that they had a hotline to Twitter where they could call up and say, "Hey, this person, ban them." But they're what they're saying is is not good, and they could they could hide it under national security with COVID with everything. It was just very mm. suspicious how people were getting banned these platforms and how quick it was and. I just, I, I don't know whether it was algorithms or someone actually calling in. I, I can't wait to find out more about this. And I, I hope Elon follows through on that. And and I want to know what happens to all the accounts that were suspended from misinformation. Are, are they going to come back on now? Like the misinformation, like uh, you, you won't be, uh, you, you can still get COVID if you get the vaccine. It's not going to stop the transmission. Bam, bam, bam for that. I, I can name more. Yep. Well, so will Trump come back to Twitter? I mean I'm sure I'm sure he will have his account back. Will he tweet or
1: anything? I don't know. He has true social. It's, it's a good well, point. They're saying Monday he could be back on Twitter. You know he's gonna he's going to unlock the account. They're they're going to reinstate him to Twitter. That first tweet. Uh,
0: can you imagine him commenting on Joe Biden stuff?
1: <laughs> as long as the Shah of Iran is allowed to, to tweet. Donald Trump the should be the allowed Ayatollah. The Ayatollah. The Ayatollah. Yeah, the Ayatollah. Excuse me. Oh, my but God. But speaking of misinformation, um, we have Rochelle Walensky. She got... She got... Um, uh, what I'm, I'm presuming it's probably at least her fourth shot, maybe her fifth. She's, She's up there. Of the bivalent COVID booster shot that... Supposedly it's not has. just the
0: booster. It's not just the booster. It's the buy. They, they have yeah. new adjectives for it. They're they're the, dropping new adjectives yeah. on this
1: one. So that that allegedly has a, a cocktail of the original COVID one with the um what what very what variant we on now? Omicron? What is it? What are we on? I don't even know. What are we on now?
0: I, I thought Omicron was the that was the one like last year. Yeah. Been not There was the zombie one or the ninja yeah. one.
1: BA-4 or something like that. Anyways, uh, th- this booster supposedly has the latest strains in it. And That's what good. happened? What happened? <laughs> she tested positive for COVID one month after getting her booster shot.
0: And was symptomatic. Mild, Mild. symptoms. Yep. Mildly. Mildly. I don't know. We don't know what that means. These are all just, you know, whatever. Just,
1: we don't know anymore. It's been three years. Just whatever. At what point, Joe, did these people just give up? You know what, this isn't working out. I'm gonna stop getting booster shots. This
0: is why I, I feel like they're all implicated in crimes at some point, because you would just give up. You'd be so embarrassed you'd give up. I would. You wouldn't. But if if, if 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 like my ass was on the line or something like that or or if for some reason I couldn't, then yeah, you dig your heels in. Like when you're caught, like whether you're doing something to teenager you shouldn't be by your by your parents or the law, you don't just throw your hands up and say you got me. Uh, yeah, I'll confess to everything. You try to lie your way out of it. You try to, you, you're, you you're, let's be honest. She's a snake. She's not going to, she's not going to admit to anything. Neither is Joe Mm-mm. Biden, neither is Fauci. None of them are. They want you, they're playing the, the stall ball right now. They are running the, it's the fourth quarter on COVID. They are, somehow they're up. I have no idea. And they're just trying to run the clock out.
1: Yep. They are trying to run the clock out. And are we going to get to this yet? <clears throat> Do you want to talk about Paul Pelosi before we talk about COVID numbers, or do you want to? Let's just do the COVID numbers real quick. Because I just want to talk. Because it it doesn't make any sense
0: to me. I just this Rachel Walensky thing made me like just go back and look at the numbers. And how is this possible? Explain to me how the United States leads the world in total COVID deaths. This is a first world country with the best medicine. How? And then India, which I would consider a third world, has 1.5 billion. 1.5 1.5 billion people, I think we have 330 million we'll say, do the math, and they had less COVID deaths. They did use ivermectin instead of vaccines. I'm just, I'm just floating that out there. And I think they used hydro- hydroxychloroquine too, but don't quote me on that. But is there really a correlation between poverty and death rate? No, no, there's not. Because look at our homeless population. You don't see body bags filled of homeless people dying of COVID. None of these numbers make any sense. The homeless, still alive and kicking. No mass casualty event at all there. Look at another populated country, Indonesia. They had one, I think it's one-tenth our death rate, maybe one-ninth, somewhere in between there. How? That's another country I think of a billion people. And, and, And then there's China. China had, what, way less. And I get it. But before you say they're lying about their numbers, ask yourself if our government is lying about the numbers. Something's up here, that's all.
1: Something something's definitely the up.
0: numbers don't make sense. The numbers don't make sense for, for <clears throat> the the countries and the population yeah. and how close people live and everything we were told about COVID. So that's all.
1: All right. Um, let's talk about Paul Pelosi here, Nancy Pelosi's husband. This when I read this, I thought really. Right now. This happened. Apparently, uh, <clears throat> Speaker Pelosi's house was broken into uh, last night in San Francisco. Apparently, officers were dispatched to the Pelosi residence at 2.27 a.m. That would have been this morning. They encountered the suspect who broke into the house in Paul Pelosi, who both appeared to be holding a hammer. And apparently, the suspect pulled the hammer away from Paul Pelosi, Paul Pelosi, and violently, violently attacked him with it. Now, there is a picture here of the front door of the Pelosi house, glass smashed. Um, the, the guy has been charged with attempted homicide, assault with a deadly weapon, elder abuse, burglary, <laughs> and several other additional felonies. Where he was taken to, uh, Pelosi and the the intruder were both taken to Zuckerberg, San Francisco General Hospital, where he was undergoing Pelosi. Paul Pelosi was undergoing brain surgery. What? What? Please, please tell me there's more. Sources told The Post that the Pelosi's are security conscious and have cameras and other measures to secure their home. Local news station KRON talked to a neighbor who said the Pelosi's have tons of security when nancy's in town but much less when she is away although she noted the street that was my that was my thought how can someone break into the speaker's house did they evade did they not have security around the house i mean she is the third ranking member of the government i'm not saying this didn't happen obviously it did but how do you get into somebody's house at 2:30 in the morning Who's the third ranking member of, of our government? That, that's It
2: has, to be, to, has to, to be a maga person.
1: Has to be a maga person or, or an FBI or an FBI plot. I don't want to go conspiracy land, but no, it's a maga person, I'm telling you. <clears throat> well, apparently there were there were quotes from the um they said they said the intruder was yelling, "Where's Nancy?" Where's Nancy when he entered the house? Swear to God. Swear to God.
0: If you're gonna tell me that because okay, it's too much with what happened with Kerry Lake and and there was there was accusations floating around that it was a MAGA supporter, and now this and and how does it happen? Are you gonna tell me that all of a sudden, ten days before an election, whenever it seems like everyone's breaking away from the Democrats towards the Republican side when it when it comes to the midterms, you're gonna tell me all of a sudden these hardcore Trump and MAGA people and America first people or just been activated and want to go out and just attack members of Congress and, and Britain do, do crimes.
1: Hmm. Is, that what, is that what we're getting at? That's is, what is I thought that... too, Joe. It says here, before the attack, his uh, 42-year-old David DePape, the intruder, confronted Paul Pelosi shouting, Where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? What? How did he get in the house? How did he get in the house? You would think that this house would be surrounded by fence, would have security all around it. They're just going to leave Paul Pelosi and, in the house uh, by himself with no, with no security? And it, did you say they were
0: both holding a hammer, or was it the same hammer they were wrestling over? Well, no, they said they were both holding a hammer. One okay, out. so why, why do they each have a hammer? Yeah. Hammer's not like something that I could – I mean, when I go to my kitchen, I'll grab a knife, but hammer – it's not like a, yeah. your first choice of weapon, I don't think. Especially for you both to be grabbing a hammer. I don't, I don't know. Everything's just I don't so know, weird. I it's don't know. It's just so weird. And you're right. He's 80 years old. He's probably drunk. We don't want to make accusations, but he's probably drunk. He's 87 years old. How, how, what's he going to wrestle away from anyone for? from?
1: You're right, Joe. You brought up a good point with all the momentum going toward the Republicans. You could just feel it. I mean, you could just feel the shift that's going on right now, and all, all of a sudden people are, people
0: are feeling the shift, Mark. They're feeling the shift. They're going wah, 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 and they're just yeah. on attacking Democrats. <laughs> that that's that's a, and the media is getting behind this. This they're they're not they're <clears throat> not they're not saying this is what's happening, but they're they're kind of they're kind of they're kind of fueling this a little bit. I don't want to say yeah. fueling it. What's I don't know what the adjective I'm I'm, I'm looking for is, but. You see how with how they're covering Fetterman. I
1: I know. They are they are trying to just see whatever sticks at this point. I mean, they're going all out to save whatever they can right now. And speaking of that shift, Joe, before we go into our last. um, Our last topic here for the for the show. Polls are increasingly becoming more favorable to Republicans here. We are. What, 11 days away now? Yeah. Nevada. The election for U.S. Senate were held today for whom when you vote. Trafalgar Group says Adam Laxalt, the Republican, has a over 4 percentage lead, 4.2 percentage point lead against the incumbent Catherine Cortez Masto. That is massive. That it would be a massive win for the Republicans. If Oz wins... And holds that seat, Laxalt winning. If everything else, if everything else just held, if everyone else just held serve, Republicans would take back the Senate. Uh, Nevada, and this is going to affect down ballot races, I think, Joe, because in Nevada, the, the Republican Joe Lombardo has a six point eight percent lead over the Democrat Steve Sisolak. <clears throat> so that's great. I sent you this the other day and Roman talked about this on the podcast on, on Monday, Oregon poised to elect a Republican governor, Oregon, the Republican candidate, Christine draws is up by 1.3%.
0: That's amazing. That is, Oregon. If, you would, if you would have told me that anytime before maybe three or four weeks ago, I would have said, I, I don't know about, I don't know about that. I heard it's been closed for a while, like within mm-hmm. within four. But you, it's Oregon. You just you know.
1: Well, I think Roman said there this third party candidate's polling polling at thirteen percent. Wow, you know, and you have four percent undecided. So Republicans there could could definitely sneak in and win the win the governorship in Oregon and maybe restore some order to uh, to Portland. New Mexico governor race: the Republican Mark Ronchetti up one point one percent over the Democrats. Michelle Grisham with 4% undecided. And someone who I sent you this the other day, someone who was down big in the polls weeks ago, completely has closed the gap. Tudor Dixon in Michigan, she is only down by 0.5% to the incumbent Gretchen Whitmer with still close to 2% undecided. That would be huge. Tudor Dixon could pull out a win uh, in Michigan. So everything else looks pretty solid. I mean, we have Kerry Lake up in Arizona, uh, Ted Budd up uh, in this, for the Senate in North Carolina, Blake Masters and Mark Kelly. I mean, basically a statistical tie. So uh, we're going to see and keep our eyes out for what polls come out in the next couple of days from Trafalgar and uh, see what happens. 11 days to go. Joe, back to you the last, what we saw, a chilling uh, video come out of Beijing. So it was the final day of the
0: CCP General Assembly, and what we saw was chilling. You're right. Uh, well, uh, I'm looking up his name, Mark. Jeez. Uh, he, was, he was escorted out. Someone walked up to him, placed their hand on his shoulder. He tried to grab the paper that was in front of him, and he was escorted out. In not, you could clearly tell in his face that he did not, in the nicest nicest terms, did not want to go. Now I heard that he was set on making a speech, uh, warning, warning the people there about. I don't know if it was necessarily Xi Jinping having too much power, or just that party having too much power, or or something along those lines. But I don't know if someone caught wind of it or, or what. But in China, that that's. That's basically the same as be, getting strip naked in front of a large group of people. Being escorted out like that, that is one of the most... And face is a very big thing there in Asian countries. That is one of the most embarrassing things that can happen to someone. His political career over, but, I mean, his public life is over. That is, he's done. Done. I mean, I, I, I don't know if he'll be killed or anything like that crazy. You know, this is... You would like to think they're a little bit more civilized than that, but he's done. He'll be... House arrest, or something like that, or fade off into the sunset, where you'll just never hear of him again, and he'll be erased eventually from all the pictures and paintings, probably. Hu Jintao, that's him.
1: Yep, he unlocked. You know, China was really cruising economically speaking under his leadership. I mean, they had opened up foreign investment. They weren't nearly the what they are today—the totalitarian, brutal uh, government they are today. Under Hu Jintao, that was not the case. Hu Jintao was, you know, he led China during the early two thousands. Um, and again, compared to, so it was it was, honestly it was it was it was sad to see that. Uh, my my first thought to him was it you know did they see gone forever? Did they just kill him? You know what they do with him So, uh, what do you think? Okay, so here here's
0: my thoughts. This is this is really no different than what's happening here. Remember Biden's speech from the red podium a couple of weeks back? What's happened since then? How yeah. how many people have you seen arrested for bogus reasons or raided by the FBI?
1: Right? A lot. Are we going to are we going <laughs> to get that far? They want to take a page out of China's playbook, Joe. You know they do. It started with the COVID rules. They got, we, got the COVID, we got
0: the COVID model, the lockdown model from China, if you think mm-hmm. about it. We, we didn't go as far as them, but th- that's only because people stood up and, and you weren't having them here. We have a constitution and we have rights here, thank God. Yeah. Let's not lose them.
1: You know, Dan Bongino has been saying this for a while, Joe. He is bullish on the United States of America. You know, he thinks our best days are ahead of us. And I honestly agree with him. I honestly agree with him. I think that it still might get a little worse before it gets better. But I think it's going to get better soon. And I think with this election coming up in 11 days, if things go the way we think that they're going to go, or at least the way we hope they go. That the United States' better days are, are ahead of us. We are going to rebound from this. We're gonna come out of this. Again, twenty twenty three might be might be a little rough. Um uh, but None of them Whoa. Sorry, Mark. Go ahead. <laughs> but I, I think we uh I think we're gonna come out of this okay. So uh did you wanna play that audio clip? <laughs> no, no, I,
0: I accidentally just
1: That's enough. No. All right, um, let's go to disclose our disclose segment here as we wrap up the show. <clears throat> Some of these we, we've already talked about so we'll skip over them. Um, a lot of them are about Elon Musk. Uh, we will go back to uh, we'll go back to let's say the 28th. All right we'll go back to back 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 the 25th. Uh, Hillary Clinton. <laughs> the, as you said, or as Philip A. Flood said in the fastest two minutes, the queen that never was. That had me laughing. Uh, she claiming the right-wing extremists already have a plan to literally steal the next presidential election and then asks for donations. Just move
0: uh, on. I'm, I just get so frustrated <laughs> with how they just, they're just they able to just get away with saying whatever they want.
1: Yep. And it's like, uh Rishi Sunak appointed Britain's, excuse me, prime minister by King Charles III. Globalist puppet, guaranteed. Have fun with that, United Kingdom. Did we talk about this, Joe? New York State Supreme Court reinstated all employees who were fired for not being vaccinated, ordering back pay, and saying their rights had been violated. Uh, I cannot remember if we did or not, but I know that
0: New York City was having trouble paying for the illegal immigrants that were there, so I don't know how they're going to give these people
1: back pay. But they deserve it. I wonder if they'll appeal that to the United States Supreme Court. They probably shouldn't waste their time doing that. Yes. Russia would be making an incredibly serious mistake to use tactical nuclear weapons in Ukraine, says Biden. Russia has meanwhile notified the U.S. that its annual GROM strategic exercise has begun and that it will include live missile launches starting Wednesday. Two U.S. officials told CBS. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Joe. Did I just hear it read? here that putin said he's probably not using nukes like said that's like that's like not gonna happen
0: yeah uh, there's been so many accusations thrown around you don't know who to believe but i i I did not hear putin say that he wants to use nukes i think why are we why is anyone even talking about nukes isn't that a dangerous by itself like around do you remember how mad they got when trump said uh, remind uh rocket man that i have a i have a big red button on my desk and mine my yeah. work is much bigger and they they lost their mind that we were going to have a nuclear mm-hmm. annihilation in this country and look at the pentagon john Kerr, i can't yeah. I think it's jogger they're, they're talking nukes every day you don't think people but, watch watch us media in other countries
1: <clears throat> something that we forgot to mention today that the progressive Uh, we'll call it caucus of the United States House of Representatives, the progressive wing, whatever you want to call it. They issued a letter to President Biden trying to encourage him to engage in some sort of peace deal, peace talks, diplomacy, actual common sense, something that we can all agree with, right? Something that I think most Americans would want to see happen. The progressives did this, of all people, which I 1,000% agree with, all right, on the record. And what did they do? They withdrew the letter. They withdrew the letter because the Democratic leadership in the House pressured them into rescinding it. I was shocked.
0: I, I I thought they had the power. Uh, More than the the
1: old leadership Geez No, you're going to fall in line When the Democrat leadership Of Steny Hoyer and Nancy Pelosi Tell you what to do
0: You're right, when push comes to shove Gee, this isn't a green little agenda Spending money Something's up with this Ukraine stuff We just have to continue to support them And send money over there And we've got so many questions About the the, the president's dealings there His sons, Pelosi uh, On the other side, Mitt Romney John Kerry Come on, where's
1: the media covering this, asking the questions? Why aren't we, why aren't we doing, why aren't we engaging in some sort of diplomacy? Why aren't we negotiating peace talks?
0: I don't know. It's the weirdest thing ever, isn't it? It's the weirdest thing ever. You can't even come out and speak about peace in the democratic party. In the Democratic, in the progressive wing of the Democratic Party, they are shut up and silenced.
1: After criticism, this is from PBS. After criticism, congressional progressives retract Ukraine letter calling for diplomacy. People are furious from CNN. Jaya Paul withdraws letter on Ukraine policy amid Democratic anger. From The Guardian, progressive Democrats retract Biden Ukraine letter after furious debate. Listen, 10 years ago, 10, 20 years ago,
0: this news breaking would have been considered a giant October surprise for the Republicans and great for them. Now it's like nothing. It's just like, forget about it. What's the, we got we to fight. We have to continue to support Ukraine and possibly get involved in a nuclear war. How is this good for the Democratic
1: Party? Right before, right before an election. I did see that Putin would be open to talks, peace talks with the Pope. Interesting enough. Which—that's <clears throat> a whole different topic. German government coalition agrees to plan, agrees plan to legalize purchase, sale, and growing and possession of recreational cannabis. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna need a lot of
0: weed this winter if you're living in Germany to get through yeah. that.
1: <laughs> you might need to be high the entire the entire time months of winter. Yes. Um, where are we here? I just lost my place. Okay, here we go. Nuns and priests watch internet porn, Pope admits, and says the devil gets in that way. Um, interesting thing to admit, probably true, but interesting how that ended up on Disclose.
0: I I I would always just assume that that, that that probably was true. Why they had to come
1: out and say that that's true, I have no idea. You're right. Jerry finds Daryl Brooks guilty in all six counts of first-degree intentional homicide in a Waukesha Christmas parade attack. Good. He can burn in hell. <clears throat> Elon Musk enters the Twitter headquarters with a sink. What do you think the symbolism of that was, Joe? I have no...
0: That's a, that, that is a good question. I do not know, but the fact that he was coming in saying, let that sink
1: in... Did he Did he have a tweet or something from a while ago? Yeah, he let that sink in. He's an interesting dude. I, I thought he maybe... This might be symbolizing he's coming to clean house, with a sink. <sighs> it was a porcelain that... sink too. Um, Zuckerberg's Meta stock falls over ten percent after hours as its quarterly profit more than halved. It went. It went What's to it? twenty Mark, It went to twenty five percent. Wow, you sent me a video yesterday from Jim Cramer from uh, CNBC, basically on the on the verge of tears. He was. Television. He was. He was in tear. I saw a tear. I saw a tear. He was almost sobbing uncontrollably. Yep. Apologizing um, for for pushing this stock. He's just, he's gotten so many wrong. Oh, yeah. he is the worst. Former hedge fund guy though. So you wonder if he's just paid to tell you that yep. so you can lose money or what? <clears throat> the US government lab in Maryland plans to create a hybrid monkeypox strain that is more what? deadly than one currently spreading in highly controversial research in mice. I'm sorry, you cut out. What was the benefit of this? How does this benefit humankind? Humanity? The team in Bethesda wants to equip the dominant clade, A, which mostly causes a rash and flu-like symptoms, with genes from another strain that causes severe disease. Why? Why? I don't
0: Why? know what we're, I don't know what we're doing.
1: Gain of function research. Does no one, like, care? Like, when you read that, you're like, oh, wow. Like, uh, that, that seems like a genius idea for them to do, you know? Yep. PayPal was reinstated its $2,500 fine for, quote-unquote, misinformation. I will not be using PayPal any longer, and we hope our listeners cancel using PayPal as well. Mortality rate in Germany is 20% higher in calendar week 41 compared to the 2018-2021 median, well, reports interesting uh european central bank hikes interest rate by 0.75 percent to <clears> two percent <throat> the highest since 2009 hmm. right. it's coming here too yep. us gdp grew by 2.6 percent in quarter three better than expected so some good news some good news
0: <laughs> are, are they gonna fudge the numbers we're gonna find out again later on that it's
1: uh, who knows? Well, you had two consecutive quarters of negative growth, and now we have, again, wasn't like we could go down much farther than that, but, hey, hopefully we can independ- independently verify that. China imposes zero COVID lockdown of 800,000 people in Wuhan three years after pandemic began. Listen to this, Joe. At least 208 million people in 28 cities across China. Are thought to be living under draconian pandemic era curbs currently. Wow.
0: Amazing. No, honestly.
1: Glad. Yeah, we we our hearts go to the people of China living in living in, in just complete lockdown like this still. Uh, <clears throat> New York Post website and Twitter account hacked. That was funny. Some of them headlines, yeah. some of them headlines. Wow. Putin said today or Putin today said the war in Ukraine was incited by the so called West in an effort to secure global domination, accusing the United States and its allies of trying to dictate their terms to other nations. Um I, there's I don't know about the West. Globalists, they're everywhere.
0: So this is right. this is their cup of tea, where they they, they 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 do this stuff. They cause wars.
1: But um Chuck Schumer caught on hot mic talking midterms with Biden, as I said before. He says, we're in danger in that seat. We'll see. It looks like the debate didn't hurt us too much in Pennsylvania as of today, so that's good. We're picking it, up steam in Nevada. If i picking up steam in Nevada, Chuck, you mean the incumbent Democratic senator down by four points with 11 days to go? Then, okay. The debate didn't, cause, didn't hurt you in Pennsylvania? That's because <laughs> John Fetterman can't feel pain.
0: What, the, <laughs> what do you mean it didn't hurt you in Pennsylvania? I don't know anyone that could watch that.
1: We're we're, done with
0: Fetterman. I'm not even going to reinforce it
1: anymore. How anyone can get behind that, I have no idea. EU countries have reached a provisional agreement to ban new combustion engine cars from 2035. (sighs) I mean, given the price of gasoline over in in Europe, I mean the equivalent in Italy right now was probably close to six fifty-seven bucks a gallon. I would say that's probably a good move. Uh, you know, gasoline is 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 very very expensive in Europe. Uh, what else? Amazon falls over twenty percent after hours on week, quarter four outlook. Wow, Amazon! I, I don't know how they make
0: money. My wife, they are, they to drop something or pick something up. I don't know how they make money. I know. All that traveling, all those packages, all the
1: waste of <laughs> just returns. Uh. The deputy editor-in-chief at Germany's Bild newspaper calls on Elon Musk to reinstate Trump's Twitter account. Hmm. It was wrong even then to lock him out. Quasi the definition of arbitrariness and hypocrisy. Agree. Agree. This is a good one. (laughs) He probably saw this, but... uh, Safety panel of the European drug regulator now recommends adding quote-unquote heavy menstrual bleeding. As a side effect of Pfizer and Moderna's mRNA injections, I did not see that. But at what point
0: do we they conclude that this is not, in fact, safe and effective,
1: or just safe, or just effective? Just give us one today. Uh, China is reportedly tracking dissidents across Europe through a network of illegal police stations. German Office for the Protection of the Constitution is now investigating whether there was such an office in Frankfurt. Reports Der Spiegel. Der Spiegel. How crazy is that? The, wasn't there they an had, issue with the, the, the
0: Chinese embassy in Houston? Remember, they had to like burn all their documents and yeah. they were. Br- eh, it's, pro- <laughs> it's probably all over. Why, why wouldn't it be? Yeah. Why wouldn't it be?
1: My lord. Can you imagine that clandestine police stations in different countries operated by the Chinese? They were tracking their dissidents across Europe.
0: Yes, I, I could. Because all it takes is probably a little bit
1: of money. <clears throat> uh, our boy Cat Turd uh, on Twitter. Uh, report, day of one of Elon Musk owning Twitter. I'll be doing this every day to see if anything changes. As of now, I'm still shadow banned, ghost banned, search banned, and Twitter removed. 1,200 followers today, as usual. Nothing has changed. I'll report again tomorrow. And Elon Musk responded to Cat Turd saying, I will be digging in more today, which is today.
0: I, I heard uh, he had people at Tesla looking at their—I don't know if it was their algorithms or, or
1: something. Yeah, Tesla engineers are reportedly evaluating Twitter's source code. The source let, code. Let the games begin. Uh, inflation in Germany surges to ten point four percent in October, once again higher than expected. It's always higher than expected. Always. Um. German President Steinmeier. What do they have? They have a president. They have a chancellor still. Chancellor Olaf Scholz. I I don't know. German President Steinmeier. Harder years, rough years are coming our way. An era of headwinds is beginning for Germany.
0: Thank you. Yeah. If you had listened to the podcast, you would have known that a few months ago.
1: Yeah. Bavarian Prime Minister Sauter. Bavaria would be in Germany. Yes. There is no reason for mask obligations now. Those with COVID symptoms should stay home, but there will be no new lockdown in winter in no way. All right, and we wrap up with more Elon Musk. The chief twit himself. Twitter to form a content moderation council, Musk says. No major content decisions or account reinstatements will happen before that council convenes, he added. Hmm. Can't wait. Can't wait. Alrighty. That's all we got. That's the show. Uh, Joe, anything else? Anything we forget? Yeah. I'm just going to give, I'm
0: going to give our listeners a little homework assignment. So before next episode, maybe find out where you have to go to vote on November 8th. Don't procrastinate. Don't wait to the last minute. Find out today. Just quick Google search where you have to go to go vote in person on November 8th.
1: Mark, anything else? That's it. Uh, that's all I got. That's the show. Thank you for listening. Uh, share this out with everyone. Thank you to all of our listeners across the globe. Uh, the United Kingdom, Norway, uh, Italy, Japan, uh, we're in 20 plus states now. Thank you for listening. Uh, we are in crunch time guys. Um, share this out with everybody and, uh, vote red.